Malfoy let out a terrible scream and bolted. So did Fang. The hooded figure raised its head and looked right at Harry. Unicorn blood was shriveling down its front. It got to its feet and came swiftly toward Harry. He couldn't move for fear. Then a pain like he'd never felt before pierced his head. It was as though his car were on fire. Half-blinded, he staggered backward. He heard hooves behind him galloping and something jumped clean over Harry, charging at the figure. The pain in Harry's head was so bad he fell to his knees. It took a minute or two to pass. When he looked up, the figure had gone. A center was standing over him, not Ronan or Bane. This one looked younger. He had a white blonde hair and a palomino body. Are you all right? said the center, pulling Harry to his feet. Yes, thank you. What was that? The center didn't answer. He had astonishingly blue eyes like pale sapphires. He looked carefully at Harry, his eyes lingering on the scar that stood out, livid on Harry's forehead. You are the Potter boy, he said. You had better get back to Hagrid. The forest is not safe at this time, especially for you. Can you ride? It will be a quicker it will be quicker this way. My name is Forenze, he added, as he lowered himself onto his legs so that Harry could clamber onto his back. There was suddenly a sound of more galloping from the other side of the clearing. Ronan and Bane came bursting through the trees, their flanks heaving and sweaty. Firenze, Bane thundered, what are you doing? You have a human on your back. You have no shame. Are you a common mule? Do you realize who this is, said Firenze. This is the Potter boy. The quicker he leaves the forest, the better. What have you been telling him, growled Bale. Remember, Firenze, we are sworn not to set ourselves against the heavens. Have we not read what is cut? to come in the movements of the planets? Ronan pawed the ground nervously. I'm sure Firenze thought he was acting for the best, he said in his gloomy voice. Bane kicked his legs in anger. For the best. What is that you do with us? Centers are concerned with what has been foretold. It is not our business to run around like donkeys after stray humans in our forest. Firenze suddenly reared onto his hind legs in anger so that Harry had to grab his shoulders to stay on. Do you not see that unicorn? Firenze bellowed at Bane. Do you not understand why it was killed, or have the planets not let you in on that secret? I set myself against what is lurking in this forest. Bane, yes, with humans alongside me if I must. And Firenze whisked around, with Harry clutching on as best as he could. They plunged off into the trees, leaving Ronan and Bane behind them. Harry didn't have a clue what was going on. Why was Bane so angry, he asked. What was that thing you saved me from anyway? <clears throat> Firenze slowed to a walk, warned Harry to keep his head bowed in case of low-hanging branches, but did not answer Harry's questions. They made their way through the trees in silence for so long that Harry thought Firenze didn't want to talk to him anymore. They were passing through a particularly dense patch of trees, however, when Firenze suddenly stopped. Harry Potter, do you know what unicorn blood is used for? No, said Harry, startled by the odd question. We've only used the horn and tail here in potions. That is because it is a monstrous thing to slay a unicorn, said Firenze. Only one who has nothing to lose and everything to gain would commit such crime. The blood of a unicorn will keep you alive, 
even if you are an inch from death, but at a terrible price. You have slain something pure and defenseless to save yourself, and you will have but half a life or a cursed life from the moment the blood touches your lips. Harry stared at the back of Renze's head, which was dappled silver in the moonlight. But who'd be that desperate, he wondered aloud. If you're going to be cursed forever, death's better, isn't it? It is, Firenze agreed. Unless all you need to stay alive is long enough to drink something else. Something that will bring you back to full strength and power. Something that you will mean you can never die. Mr. Potter, do you know what is hidden in the school at this very moment? The sorcerer's stone, of course. The elixir of life. But I don't understand who. Can you think of nobody who has waited many years to return to power, who has clung to life, awaiting their chance? It was as though an air iron fist had clenched suddenly.